Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Well, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. And happy first day of fall. It's the first day of fall. Ooh, it feels like it. Yeah, it does. So you still want it? You still want that coldness? No. As I'm standing here in a hoodie, I decided I don't like it as much as I thought I would, but we can't go back now. So yeah. I brought you something to celebrate. Wait, what? I have a gift on the first break of the show? Oh, what is that? Candy corn! Candy corn! Let's go! Wait, you're a fan of candy corn? Yeah. I thought I was the only one. Oh, there you go. We're going to be snacking in here today. Auto mix. I don't know. It's, we're in the no excuse zone. We're oh, get real. It's got the little <laughs> pumpkins too. I love it. Thank you so much for that gift. That's awesome. The official start of fall, two twenty this afternoon. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get there. And uh, I, I don't know. I couldn't. I, the weather outside couldn't be any more Faller. perfect for fall, right? Yeah. Uh, hopefully we stay in this like 75 zone for a while. Yeah, I think so. That would be awesome. Well, happy first day of fall. We've got prizes for you with Remy versus Casey today. Thomas Red tickets as well as those Cardinals uh, Goldie bobblehead night. And the Cardinals are on absolute fire right now with another one last night. Ten in a row. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start off this day. Remy and Casey. And we are coming up so quickly on Turks and Caicos. We are headed to Turks and Caicos next Saturday. Next Saturday. Can you believe I it? I know. It's coming up quick. <laughs> so I realized that, you know, through all of this, you and I, we've never traveled together before. Right. And unfortunately, due to circumstances, my wife will not be able to go. Your boyfriend will not be able to go. So it's just going to be you, me, and our promotions director. So I need to find out some of your flying habits. Flying habits. Yeah, before okay. we go. I understand that because you learn a lot about a person when you take a trip to the airport. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, so, Casey, in your opinion, what is the best seat on a plane? In my opinion, I'm an aisle seater. Okay. Uh, 70% of people said that the window seat is the best. Is that where you fall? 29% said the aisle. I love the window seat only because I'm like a child when it comes to being able to look out the window. Uh But also, I like the fact that I can like rest my head up against the wall. Uh, Casey, carry-on or checked bag? Carry-on. Keep it easy. I don't need all that stuff. More of a carry-on person if I can, which is a rare occasion. Best airplane snack? Oh, chewy sprees. I have to have chewy sprees every time I'm on a plane with a ginger ale. Okay, so I only drink ginger ale ever on planes. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But that's the only drink that I ever have. But as far as like the food that they pass to you, the free food, the little packets or whatever, uh, yeah. what's your favorite from those? The little Biscoff. The Biscoff. Uh, biscuit cookies. Yes. Those are the best. There is nothing better. My wife actually found those Biscoff cookies in bulk. Oh, yeah. bought them for me for my birthday one year. You can get sick of them. <laughs> I love it. Is, it is totally possible. Yeah, they're good. Do you recline your seat? Um, No, because unless there's like a child behind me, I just don't need to be doing anything that could make anybody peeved at me. Yeah, especially these days. Especially these days, I'm sitting in my seat and I don't want... To bug anybody. Don't want to bug anybody. Don't want to rile anybody up right. because you just want to get to your vacation destination or wherever you're going without any kind of altercation. Airplane bathrooms, do you use them? Um, If it's an emergency, but I try not to. 
especially if I'm not in the aisle seat. If I'm not in the aisle seat, my butt's not moving. Gotcha. So 45% of people said that no, they do not recline their seat. They think it's rude no matter what. Yeah. It doesn't even do anything. Like It, doesn't it goes even, back like, like two inches. Literally two inches. Which, I don't know why people do that. I don't either, but I know that if there's a man behind me with legs an inch longer than mine, he's going to have a feeling about it. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's me. Hi. Yeah. I'll probably be sitting behind you. Exactly. Because I don't think any of, us, any of us are sitting together on this plane. Which is a shame because then you could take the window seat and I could take the aisle seat. Yeah. But here we are, not sitting next to each other on this yeah. plane. The biggest question of all. For a 6 a.m. flight, what time are you arriving at the airport? At St. Louis Lambert. International. Is it, it's not an international airport. Yeah, it is. We're going international. What, whatever. You can go to Mexico. Our flight leaves at 6. Yeah. What time are you getting to the airport? 5. Wow. I'm getting there. International flight. Oh, yeah. I guess we're, we're going to Miami first. We're going to Miami yeah. first. So it's not like we're going internationally first. Also... We, I mean, at 6 a.m., security just flies. Yeah. Just fly through it, sit at the gate. I don't need to sit at the gate for a whole 45 minutes. I'm actually okay with walking up as we're boarding. Okay. That's uh, where we differ. I'll be there at <laughs> Remy, you'll 3.45. Get there at- oh. 4 o'clock. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> and then I'll really fly through TSA, but I, I there's you no- You have TSA? There is no better- check. I don't have TSA pre-check. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. No, no, I was no, no. like, you have pre-check and you're going to no, get there I at 3.30? I, I wish I was that you're cool. You're doing drugs. I am not that cool. But the best feeling for me when traveling is just being able to sit in the gate and know that I'm in the right place. That's it. it oh, I like good. the rush. I like the adrenaline of like, I got all my bags, like I'm on the amazing race. I'm zooming through. I know exactly where I'm headed. Get out the way. Move your kids. Move your wife. <laughs> Might not make it to my vacation, but Might whatever. Might not make it, but I'm, I'm on my way. I'm living for the rush. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. I think a trend that we're seeing specifically in like Gen Z or the new generation of country music is that they're really leaning back on all those 80s, 90s country trends, artists, songs, yeah. which is fun to see and watch, but like... A lot of them weren't even born when this music came out. It's like how clothing trends come and go. The same with music. Yeah. Isn't that usually how it goes, though? Like the newer artists are coming in. They're like, we need to go back to the basics, back, back to the fundamentals. Exactly. I was kind of thinking about it, and you're about 10 years older than I am. And I feel like when you were my age, the Mumford and Sons and the very, like, bluegrassy pop thing was happening. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they were trying to do as well. Maybe a generation or so before, like maybe they were trying to pull back from those 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. And these artists here are bringing back like 90s, 80s, to early 2000s vibes. And something that Spotify did every now and again is Spotify makes an entire playlist called Spotify Singles. Well, they, they will pull artists and say, you can do a cover of whatever song you want recorded here and we'll put it up as a Spotify single. And they got all new country artists to... Res- Record old country songs. So let's see what we've got. This is Parker McCollum with Carrying Your Love With Me. It's so fun to hear old songs with a new twist on them and artists that like Gen Zers recognize. So there's Parker McCollum, there is Breland with Strawberry Wine. 
interesting to see it come from a guy's point of view this time instead of just Deanna Carter's. We have Russell Dickerson with Man in the Mirror. Uh-huh. Not a country song, a but country. I still think it counts. Little MJ. Yeah, it's a fun twist on that. And Tennille Arts with Wide Open Spaces, some Dixie Chicks. So. Did they play those in their sets? I feel like Parker and Voltaniel played those in their sets when they played I for think, us recently. I think they did too. And they might have recorded these Spotify singles a while back and just had them like in the back of their mind like, oh, that went really well. I should play these at my set. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed it. When we saw Alexandra Kay last Friday, she also played a whole medley of old country. Older. I say old country. I'm really just referring to what was... 25 to 30 years ago country. Yeah, Dylan Scott did the same thing in his set. So it's definitely right. definitely a trend. And I think that that's what people are wanting more of. I mean, it, we hear it at a concert every single time or out on a remote broadcast. Why don't you guys play older songs? Why don't you guys play older songs? Well, I think that that, that older sound is going to come back around here in the next couple of years. It's absolutely a crowd pleaser and we love it. And this is when the sun passes directly over the equator, giving 12 hours of sunlight to both the southern and northern hemisphere. 220 today fall begins. I didn't realize there was a certain time of day that it officially starts. Yeah, I think that changes every year too. And we were kind of super excited about fall this morning and yesterday. We're cooler, right? Right. And now you're kind of rethinking. I really think it's just the 95 and humid that I don't it's like. It's the 95 and humid thing. If it could stay 75 to 85, no humidity, I'd live there year-round. Yeah. According to a new poll, summer has a bigger fan base. 33% of people said summer's their favorite season, followed by 22% who chose spring. And then fall wasn't far behind at 18%. Some weird people like winter. 7% of people said they mm. prefer winter the best. I have some friends like that, and they, they're oddballs too. I so do, Yeah, get out of here with that. Gen Z preferred winter. Of course. Of course. <laughs> 23% to spring's 9%. While those 65 and older were opposite loving spring at 32%. So uh, today's fall. Uh, summer's over. Sorry about it. Moving on. 2021 has flown by. On to the next. That's all I got. Next story. You go to a restaurant. You get good service. All is well. What percentage are you tipping Casey? Um, I don't know how to do percents. I'm not going to lie. Shout you, out. You know, I'm bad at math. I mean, it's just, it's basically like, uh, I usually do 20% or I usually do. Yeah, I know that's 15%. what people say. But like when I get a check, I'm not doing any percents. If, if I got a check for um, however much money, like $15, I usually just cut that in half and then minus it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so like, what is that? Seven, six. So like I'd give them $5. Maybe okay. three. That seems a little bit more complicated than just doing the percentage. I just don't know how to do that. So I always like just wing it in my mind. I know uh, I'm not alone there either. <laughs> a recent poll set out to determine how each generation feels about tipping. Roughly half of America believes that the standard restaurant tip should be between 16 and 20% of the total bill. Baby boomers are more likely to be in that range than any other generation. And then Gen X, and then 38% of millennials. Uh, Gen Z is like less than 16% is what they feel is standard. Well, I for feel gratuity. like Gen Z maybe just like, maybe they don't know yet. 
Well, I think get, it's also based on like how much money you you have. You have to give in the first place, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that probably has a lot to do with it. But uh, uh, just tip, you know, tip and tip more than you normally would these days because our wait staff at all the restaurants are working overtime normally. Just short-staffed everywhere. So, Next story, a man reportedly offering free hugs outside a restaurant in Wisconsin was arrested after allegedly trying to fight anyone who would refuse his hugs. Oh, Does the, I don't think this guy watches the news at all to know, like, you know, the kind of climate that we're in right now. We're touching strangers. Probably not a good thing. According to the Madison Police Department, Jeffrey Johnson was standing outside of the eatery wanting... That's, that's the name of someone who's going to start trouble. <laughs> Jeffrey Johnson. Jeff Johnson. Uh, he wanted to give people hugs. And when they wouldn't, when they didn't accept, he got combative with them and confrontational. So kind of scary moments. Like you see the guy out there with the free hug sign, you know, pre-COVID. And you're like, that's a positive dude. I like that dude. I might even give him a hug. And then somebody's like, ah, no thanks. And he's like, put him up. I will fight you. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants, Ashley in Overland, Erica in Spanish Lake. Ashley was on the phone first. So who do you think is going to win today? You think it's going to be Remy or do you think it's going to be Casey? Your choice. Um, I'm going to go with Casey today. All right. Going with Casey. We head on over to our favorite ESPN country fan, uh, Meet, our game master now. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Don't call it a comeback, Remy. Got the win yesterday. It's 9-5 now. It is 9-5 and it feels good. Feel it in his veins. Today's game, Remy's going to try to make it two in a row. And it's a game of country karaoke. All righty. What a twist. We've oh. got some songs that are not necessarily country. Fantastic. To make this a little more interesting. This He's is, got a chance. This is good for you. <laughs> Round number one, Remy, this is going to be you since you won yesterday. So I just need you to finish these lyrics. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right. It's better than yours. I could teach you, but I'd have to charge. My milkshake brings all... Yeah? Did it stop? Nice. <laughs> nice. Good job. There we go. Getting it going. That's my main genre right there. Look at you go. So release is milkshakes. on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Casey not feeling that one a whole lot. All right, Casey. Uh, you need a point here to tie things up in round one. Here is your song. I had hoped you'd see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me it isn't over. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little modulation in there. That was good. Thanks. You nailed it. Thank you for that. Look at you. Ian Rhymes Yodel. We got some talented (laughs) people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, a point apiece through round one. You guys did good. Remy, here is your song for the second round. Finish this song. Trees with the knees and the bees and the wees. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? I need a little you time, you time. I do this. 
Oh, no. <laughs> Whenever I hear it, I'm like... <laughs> But he knows Khalees. <laughs> well, that's a classic. That song's a banger. I mean, you're supposed to know that one. Okay, Casey, uh, you've got a chance to take the lead with a correct answer here. Finish this song. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. But back in Rutherford County, our crowd is sick and enough. You might not know I'm here in this big city we're in. But when I go back home, I got some famous friends. Wow. You might not know I'm here in this big city we're in. But when I go back home, I got some famous friends. Yeah, I do. Nice job. Nice job. Now we are down to the final round. Remy, you have to get a point here. Yep. Or this one is over. Yeah, I will. Okay. No pressure. Remy, your song, finish this one. Shania Demon just flew out of your mouth. <laughs> I had to turn and make sure she wasn't in the studio. I was like, goodness, that's amazing. Wow, we are tied up here. It all comes down to this. Casey, you can put this one away with a correct answer. Finish this song. Long in the tooth, but harmless as can be. Lord, I guess he's doing all right. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. Woo! And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. How does that song start, though? I got the rice <laughs> cooking. <laughs> <laughs> And the winner is Casey. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, I feel better about it. I got two. You did You did great. Casey. 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 Most points ever received in that game for me? Dose. I'll take it. That went really well. I feel I feel good about that one. Uh, unfortunately, I did not win. Ashley chose you, though, so she was correct. Ashley in Overland. Do you want to go see Thomas Rhett, or do you want to go to the Cardinals game with the Goldie Bobblehead Knight? I want to go see Thomas Rhett. All right, Erica, we got you the Goldie Bobblehead Night uh, Cardinals tickets. Stay on the line. We'll get your information. And it all comes down to tomorrow, it looks like. It all comes down to tomorrow. That's how we're going to know who wins the month. Good luck. Uh, Emerson, my six-year-old daughter is selling candy bars at school. And I feel like, as a parent, that I need to be, like, helping out as much as I can. Or at least, like, teaching her how to do the sales of something. I feel like a lot of parents feel that way. And uh, she ended up <laughs> she ended up selling a ton of them to family because last weekend she was at my parents' house. So uh, my parents brought her over to my aunt's house and had some friends over. And some people bought 20 here and some people bought uh, 10 there. But I had her make like a pitch video so that I could take the candy bars to work. 
because she said that is what's going to help this whole thing because somebody else's kid said that their dad took the candy bars to work and was selling boxes on boxes. Well, I think Emerson's actually just smart and she's like, <laughs> my dad talks to more people in a day than your dad ever will. So my yeah. dad's taking it to work. She's just becoming the battle of the parents at this point, but this is a little bit of her pitch video. Emerson, what are those? Candy bars. Well, why do you have candy bars? Why are you selling them? For a chocolate fundraiser, and I want to get big cover on my over my playground. Why would you need a cover over your playground? Because it's so hot. <laughs> I have milky. This is milky. Uh -huh. The blue one. This is dark chocolate. Uh huh. This one is caramel. Uh huh. And wafer. Uh huh. Almond. Wow. Almond and crisp. Crisp. That's so many candy bars. Yeah. Do you think Daddy should take these to the Brett Eldridge pre-party, and yeah. then if people want to buy them, they can go there? Mhm. Mm How many boxes do you have to sell to get a limo for lunch? Nine. All right. Well, we better get to work. Thank you. <laughs> How many chocolate is in a box? Sixty. 60 times nine times nine. Oh my gosh. So it's a dollar. It's a dollar per bar, which is cheap for a candy bar these days. I hear that's, that's I'm surprised <laughs> she didn't say that because that's like her main line to everybody is it's cheap for a candy bar these days. A dollar. I mean, it kind of is for real. Yeah. Did she get any training on that? Because she sounded a little bit like for a cover for our playground. Yeah. It's so hot. Yeah. Help no, us out. Seriously. I feel like they're playing this. They're playing the sales pitch for the kids every day at school because she comes back and she's just like, we have to sell more candy bars. And I'm like, who are you? Are we sending you to school or are we sending you to sales camp? Right. <laughs> well, if she's if she's out there doing it because you're going to be at the pre-party tomorrow yeah, yeah. selling candy bars for her. So you could even if you're not coming out to Brett Eldridge, like the show, we've, we've got tickets at the pre-party. But if you want to come on out to Hollywood Casino and help support uh, <laughs> my daughter's candy bar sales. Right. Which they're those typical like world famous candy bars. I think that's the brand or whatever. They're like so. long and narrow. Yeah, and they're not bad. They're they're actually. I actually pretty loved good. those. Yeah, like so. I will bring cash tomorrow because I know that I'm gonna want some when I see them. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to buy one, two, a whole box, let me know. If you want to pre-order a box, I got you. Oh, don't get me started. Like, let's go. We can uh, we can hook it up. But uh, <laughs> Emerson, my daughter selling candy bars and if you want to go to the Brett Eldridge pre-party I'm going to bring a bunch of them out a dollar that's all that's all it takes to help it's all it takes it's all it takes <laughs> make the little girl's day nobody likes real news this is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL I think it's great but as a mom I guess I don't really see a huge benefit because families are still buying tons of plastic toys so I'm not sure that it would really make that big of a difference. McDonald's is pledging to offer more sustainable Happy Meals by the end of 2025. Fast food giant has already cut down its use of fossil fuel-based plastic in its toys by 30% since 2018. And if McDonald's can reach the target announced Tuesday, uh, they'll have they will have cut out 90% of the less sustainable plastic it used in toys in 2018. So that's a big deal. So why is this mom hating? I, I mean, she, like I would imagine a lot of people don't understand the impact of just how like 
how much McDonald's has. Its carbon footprint is huge. Well, that and and I think as one person, you're like, what difference could I make? Yeah. You know what what difference could I make if I've got if you know if they're doing if they're buying a bunch of toys from wherever, right? Then why can't I? Or what difference is it going to make? If we've already got millions and millions of plastic toys in landfills or whatever that are never going to biodegrade, you know, I think, like you said, McDonald's has it in their in their line of sight, though, to do something about it because they can. If and I was McDonald's for real, I've and all the parents can hate on me. I don't really know why we're still giving out Happy Meal toys. I, I, I have I have no say in this. I'm a parent, so. Give it, I don't know. <laughs> my, like, that's all my kids want is the toy. <laughs> I know. I just, it, it seems like I really, really appreciate them moving towards a more sustainable option, whatever it turns out to be. It just seems like one of those things like, yeah, of course, of course they're doing that because you know how many toys they give out in these a week? Like a billion. Yeah. And the landfills are probably just from McDonald's alone. All right. If you want a Happy Meal from Casey, it will just have an origami creature in it. An origami <laughs> creature. And you know what? Like a brownie or something. Brownie. Some cosmic brownies no, you, with your Happy Meal. You will get flack for that because now you're adding a sugar item into the Happy Meal. It, well, it's vegan. So how about that? It's a vegan brownie. Uh, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Next story, a groundbreaking ceremony this week will mark the beginning of construction of the world's largest convenience store. The Bucky's Family Travel Center in Tennessee will feature 120 fuel pumps, EV charging stations, and a car wash. The 200-acre development is east of Knoxville. It's been nicknamed the Gateway to Adventure. They're getting a little close. Gateway to the West, they're getting a little close. In the future, it may include added entertainment like a golf attraction, go-kart facility, and maybe even a distillery. Wow. This is a convenience store where you can also get gas. The groundbreaking is set for Friday. There's a big one up uh, between Bloomington and Chicago. It's called Wally's. Uh It's another one of those like big convenience stores where you can go there and just like spend an hour and a half looking around. Buying hot dogs on rollers, you know, that kind of thing. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's a destination. They're making it out to be. A de- a des- it's not just where you're going to go grab some hot dogs fuel. on rollers. Yeah. It's where we're taking the kids after Seriously, school. Let's go for a go-karting adventure at this gas station. Next story. Do you ever have a moment that makes you feel like you're in a horror movie? Well, a new homeowner in the UK discovered an old rag doll behind a wall which is terrifying enough, but it gets worse. It also had a note where the doll introduced itself as Emily, said it killed the original owners, and ended with, I hope you have knives. Sleep well. Someone hid this behind the wall as they were doing renovations in hopes that somebody would find this doll someday. I was going to say, as a scary movie enthusiast, I think this is kind of hilarious. Because someone, I mean, obviously, you know, like you said, planted it there. Oh, yeah. And the thing is that somebody actually found it. Yeah. The doll was found in an area that was recently renovated. So he thinks it was just planted there a few years ago as a joke. So he's like, I had to know what was behind this wall where it's a a rag doll that's staring you in the face saying, I hope you got some knives. (laughs) It's Sleep funny well. and it's not funny. Look up the Carfax. Did they act? Were they actually killed? No, it's all good. Look at the Carfax. You know. <laughs> I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. Back in Madison County, our crowd is second to none. Today, we'd like to highlight some of our famous friends in the St. Louis area. And today, we'd like to talk about the Edwardsville Fire Department. 
A dog was rescued after falling into a 40-foot well on Monday. No! According to the department, Rico walked to the neighbors on Monday and fell down the hole. A 40-foot? That's so far. Officials say they feared the worst for him, but with some help from the Edwardsville Fire Department, they were able to get him free. Firefighters were able to use their specialized training to rescue him. They say Rico even thanked them with plenty of kisses. Oh my gosh, what a yeah. good boy! That's so, I hope he's like okay, okay, and only maybe a little bit scratched up. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, okay. he's going to be just fine. And thanks to the Edwardsville Fire Department, I would name names, but they did not list any of the names of the <sighs> firefighters that were there on that rescue. So yes. uh, thank you so much to the Edwardsville Fire Department. Do you have a famous friend that you think that we should know about? Download the ninety. 923WIL app and send us a message there. We'd love to honor those who are doing great things in the community. Shout out to Rico. Every time that me and my little dog walk past a, uh, not a well, but like a grate in the ground or a yeah. sewage thing, I like yanker. <laughs> Get away from there. Don't be like Rico. Don't fall down there. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 923WIL. Faith Hill just turned 54 and Tim McGraw her what? Her wife, <laughs> her husband. He just made um, the coolest TikTok, or whoever on his team made the coolest TikTok. It's like a throwback of him whenever the Faith Hill Breathe music video came out, where she's in that like silky white dress out mm-hmm. in the desert, and um, sounds like that. And I think this is Barbara Walters or somebody asks Tim McGraw what he thinks about this. When you see that video, every time it goes by, that's <laughs> my wife. It's like I want to call him my college buddies around and say, hey, I'm married to her. Like he can call all his old friends and brag about her because he's so proud to be her husband. Hey, baby. (laughs) I still feel the exact same way, even more so. Um, Happy birthday. You caught up with me, finally. Um, I wouldn't change anything for the world, and uh, I love you which is very cool. He posted that at the end. It's like him today saying, still feel the same way. Happy birthday. Yeah. Now they're both 54. I've totally done, like, our proposal, like, how I propose to my wife is out online. Right. Right. Is it weird that Tim McGraw's, like, putting this gift out to Faith Hill online? Is that weird at all? I might be overanalyzing this. I think you are. I think, I think it's like, it's just like any other happy birthday post, except this one's cooler because it's like a throwback yeah. and it's a big moment of her career. And it's a real interview that happened in like 2002 I, or whenever. I totally thought you were going to say that he recreated the music video with himself in the white dress. Oh, <laughs> I kind of wish that would have been a lot more funny. That would have been hilarious. I love them at, they're like my favorite country couple of all time. And I think a lot of other people can agree with that. So I posted that video to our Facebook and our Instagram. If you're not following us already, do so at 923WIL. Remy and Casey on the way out today and happy about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just have those days sometimes where everything goes wrong. Everything just feels a little off. Just a little off. And uh, that's that's today, really. Uh, but we did have some good parts of the show today with uh, my daughter, my six-year-old daughter, who's in first grade. She is selling her chocolate bars <laughs> as a fundraiser at school and went through one box. But she's really hoping for this. I guess they have like a stretch Hummer limo. That's that going to take them to lunch. Yeah, take them to lunch or something if they sell nine boxes or something like that. So we've got a long way to go. So if you want to go out to the Brett Eldridge pre-party tonight, uh, tomorrow night, whether or not you're going to the show doesn't matter. You can always stop by. I'm going to bring out some chocolate bars and I'm going to try and 
do my best. I think the other option would be to just to bring them here and oh, just set yeah. them on the set kitchen them table. Set them in the kitchen and be like, leave a dollar, take a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, that might be a good uh, a good way to make some money as well. But yeah. you can see her pitch video. I posted that on the Facebook page. Anything you like about the show today, Casey? I did like early this morning whenever we talked about what types of travelers we are. This is our first time traveling together, much less internationally. Mm-hmm. And we're really going to get to know uh, each other well. <laughs> Remy's going to get to the airport at 3.30. I will be getting there at 5. Yes, so Casey's going to be home aloneing it through the airport like, I love this adrenaline rush. It's so awesome. I love being just on time. I love just showing up and they're like, Group B, and I'm like, that's me. <laughs> Whereas Remy shows up, sets up camp, yep, has yep. a nice little spread in front of him. I'll be deep in a novel of sorts, <laughs> <laughs> just like hanging out. Uh, so yeah, if you miss anything from the show today, you can always catch it on the podcast. Just search Remy and Casey wherever you find your podcast, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.